This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello, welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello. Hi. How you going? Fine. Just fine. How are you? Yeah, I'm also fine. <laughs> is it raining at your house right now? Yeah, it poured before and then, yeah. And it's been night, so I thought there was thunder. It was just a bin. You know how it is. I thought I think it's quite nice when it's like warm, but it rains before you go to bed, and it feels like kind of soothing and nice. And I don't have to water the lawn. I quite like this weather as long as it doesn't rain all the time. Oh my god! Listen to you talking about watering your lawn. How are your patches of turf going? Fabulous. They've taken like we've got weeds now. Oh, amazing. Takes I was like, perfectly. if we've got weeds, surely it means that, like, the grass is in there. It's it's in there. None of it died off. It's, like, it's in. It's done. What a win. I'll never forget the time in my childhood where my parents re, like, they we redid our back lawn, which used to be significantly larger than it is now, and they spent, I can't imagine how much they spent because the lawn is fucking expensive. It would have been thousands of dollars, maybe. I mean, our small patch of lawn cost us like a thousand dollars so it must have been a lot oh yeah I guess I only did like a quarter of our patch of lawn and it was four hundred yeah yeah and so and like dad did it in the heat of summer and it died in like a week and like they they were like we may as well just piss money down the drain yeah that's like they'd be better off gambling it that sucks we installed our um we bought like a raised bed from Bunnings Mm. and we went on a 40 degree day and we bought it and we one, we dug all of the stuff and put it in on that day. And two, we put all, mm. yeah, put all the plants in and they all burnt. But sorry, I got distracted halfway through your conversation. That you sucks much. about the plants. <laughs> Thank you. It was clearly very riveting content. But on the on a big twist, are you ready? Make sure you're paying attention now because it does get juicy. <laughs> Then randomly, the broccoli that I planted on that fateful day a year ago that died in the January heat flourished this month and gave me a huge head of broccoli, which I was about to harvest, and then Miko ate it. (laughs) (laughs) You're a true green thumb. Thank you. Thank you so much. I would would like to highlight that the the rosemary that I brought you, that survived. Um... eh. I don't know if I killed that or if Miko killed that because I had to repot it from that from said bed when we redid the grass because the mm. bed was on top of where the grass needed to go. So I re-put it in a plant and it was doing okay, but it's still I can still functionally use it, but I feel like it's all mm. very dry. But oh, we'll shame. see how it goes. I think like because Miko used to smell constantly like rosemary. That's how my mum's dogs smell all the time because their whole backyard is rosemary. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so well, strange. She was she was really digging in there and having a snack so mm. I think it, it dried it out but we'll see how it goes anyway um how riveting for the listeners I know oh my goodness everyone must be so chuffed that they've tuned into a beauty podcast to listen to us talk for three minutes about lawn and gardening and rosemary you're welcome everybody <laughs> it's spring I don't know what else you expect yeah it's spring and lockdown at that all mm. right shall we get into our beauty news yeah let's do it uh, that's the tea on that. 
I have been completely unimpressed by beauty news due to the fact that Halloween appears to be almost upon us and all of the new launches that are coming out. I was like, why is there such a dark and spooky trend to all of the <laughs> goth, all of the gothic inspired makeup looks that are coming out? I really didn't pick that this was the look of the season. And then I remembered it was Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's all I have to say about that. What else is next? Uh, I wanted to touch on the fact that you and Loz are into random UK beauty bloggers and people and Trini London have brought out a new tinted serum, which I thought would be right up your alley. And so I wanted to talk to you about it. It would be. Trini is not a fucking random UK blogger. (laughs) Trini is fucking Trini of Trini and Susanna, a.k.a. what not to wear, a.k.a. the only thing I used to watch on Foxtel from like the age of 10 to 14. Yes, you're right. I'm sorry. I know that she is that woman, that Trini in our life, Um, but I just, you know, not a lot of people did watch Trini and Susanna's what not to wear. I have colour matched myself and added stuff from Trini London, I would say, at least six times into my card. And for some reason, I've I've never committed to the order. Huh. It's like a Glossier style vibe, mm-hmm. you know, all Very much so. natural, blah, blah, blah. But it's probably targeted to a slightly older demographic than Glossier, but definitely can go younger. I don't know. Mm. I don't know why. I think half my hesitation is that everyone says the eyeshadows crease. And I'm like, I can't, like, I can't put up with that shit. I know that sometimes they crease and people are like, whatever, it's supposed to look lived in, like they're supposed to crease. That's fine. You don't have my greasy lids and anatomical Mm -hmm. structure. Mm. There's just no point in me putting in the effort if it's going to crease because there'll be no evidence of it left and it's going to like migrate to my eyebrows. So don't tell me it's meant to crease Estée Lalonde and that it's supposed to look cool because... Mm -hmm. It doesn't, it doesn't look, look cool, on, cool on everyone. Yeah, totally. So anyway, it's a it's called a de-stress tinted serum and it looks absolutely beautiful, very lightweight, very glossy air, skin tint vibes. It includes NP Triox technology, whatever that stands for, which basically is like antioxidants to help deal with stress and apparently it blocks the cortisol receptors in your skin. I'm not sure how I feel about the claim. I've done absolutely no digging behind the science of it. Um, But the finish looks beautiful and it's very lightweight. I would say, obviously, it's a tinted lightweight product. So the the color range isn't phenomenal, but I don't know how full coverage it is and whether it is still an inclusive range given how lightweight it is. You know, Mm -hmm. one of those vibes. It's Mm -hmm. got two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve shades. Okay. I'd like Mm. to see it mapped like that on that scale well they've mapped it them oh well no they haven't mapped it on a scale but they have put it on plenty of real skin tones on their website and it looks i mean it goes very deep like to a deep dark by the looks of things good good all right i'm gonna quickly go through product launches just random things that i've saved that i'm like oh you know that i looked twice at yeah quick fire product launch newness yeah one is well, I've got two Sunday Riley products. We will discuss Sunday Riley. Can they fucking stop? <laughs> Just pause all of those thoughts because we'll discuss that in another ep. Hint, hint. Mm-hmm. So they've launched Fairy Godmother, which is a shimmering body oil gel that gives an all-over golden shimmer. 
They missed summer completely in the UK or the US or wherever they're actually based. Yeah, but they're they're stocking it on Revolve, which is weird because, like, if they were targeting our summer, like, make it into Mecca. Like, now. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a very weird time to launch it. And it's just a very random product. It says 48 USD. It just looks very small, but it's hard to tell from photos. Anyway, just so weird. Also, speaking of their new launches, I've seen, I don't know if the mask is there, but they have a spot treatment called, what's it called? Yeah. Uh, It's UFO-like. Yeah, (laughs) I think you might be right. Satin like the planet, not satin like the fabric. Satin. 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 Oh, my God, I didn't realize that they're homophones. Wow. Satin. So the spot treatment has launched at Mecca and it is a sulfur spot treatment mask. Yes. And I feel like I saw an all-over mask as well, but I think I saw it on Revolve and I don't know if that's actually launched at Mecca because I didn't see it on, but I also didn't do very good research. But anyway. No, they definitely haven't launched an all-over. It's a 15 mil spot treatment. But have they launched another all-over? No, the Revolve one's 15 mil as well. Is that two fluid ounces? No. Two fluid ounces would be 60 mil, wouldn't it? 15 mil. Yeah, 60 half, mil. I'm looking at a 60 mil down. one. I'm looking at 60 mil. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's sold out though on Revolve and it's like weird. It's like it was there and now it's gone. I just, I do not know what Sunday Riley are doing, but I'm not talking about that because that's for another podcast. But anyway. Spot 10% treatment. sulfur. Yeah. Sorry. 10% sulfur and niacinamide and zinc. Yes, Maybe? and tea tree oil and manuka oil. So it sounds like a really delightful spot treatment. So that's a plus, even though Sunday Rally appear to have potentially lost the plot. Next we have <laughs> mm-hmm. Wayne Goss. He's revealed weightless blush palettes. There are three colorways. And they look, look- exactly like the ones from Jouet. Jouet and also the ones from Colourpop. Oh, interesting. My yeah. only beef is when you look at it, it's sort of like the colours are wrong together. Like they've yeah. got this really deep plum tone blush paired with this white icy highlighter and it's like that colour is too dark for someone that can wear that highlight or that highlight is too light for someone that can wear that blush. Mm. You know what I mean? It just yes. like The pairing between the bronzes and the a highlight seems really rogue in terms of who would actually wear it. It's, I don't know. It seems weird from him because he seems like he would think that thing through. I don't know. The next thing I wanted to talk about is just so cute. Marc Jacobs, their holiday launch. It's just got little cherries on it and they have the bronzer in that big whopper pan. It's got this cute little cherries on it and it's in this beautiful duck egg blue and it's just so, I don't know. It's very, um, like, uh, pin-up girls. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fucking cute. And I think it's very giftable. The next thing I yes. want to discuss is that Mama Mitchell, who I only know because there was a palette done with Mama Mitchell. I don't mm-hmm. know if I've got all of the ums in there. And I know that he is a YouTuber. He has released his own brand. It's called Made by Mitchell <laughs> by Mama Mitchell. The sneak peek says, could be liquid lipsticks, glosses, liquid eyeshadows, and two palettes. There is more to come. I don't know why I cared about this, but just interesting. We've seen the trend of makeup guru on YouTube collabs with brand. And, Mm -hmm. you know, six to 12 months later, 
releases their own brand so many times now that so, I think this was relevant yeah. mentioning because it was proving our rule. I agree. I also am interested to see how this one goes compared to other recent launches because he's in that younger demographic. Like I wonder whether what we'll find is that people like Makeup by Mario who have been around the block for however long, you know, have a makeup launch and let's let me just call out here that his products haven't even sold out in comparison to Mama Mitchell, who I imagine probably will sell out because he's probably got a lot more hype behind him. Mm, that's very valid. He's the sort of James Charles, Jeffree Star genre where the people that are buying his stuff probably aren't even wearing makeup, but their parents have been told to buy it for them for their birthday or Christmas and it sells. Totally. Which is kind of a really gross concept. Moving on. I'm really excited about this because Melt Cosmetics have released a Sculpt collection. So Melt is known for their stacks. So they had stacks of individual eyeshadows that are all magnetized and pile up on top of each other. They have bought out powder and cream, bronzing and contour stacks, and they've bought out light medium and medium dark. Mm -hmm. Delightful. I really like the look of these. The colors look phenomenal. I want to use them as eyeshadows, but I'm pretty sure they're meant to be, yeah, they're sculpting sets. So they're meant to be for contouring or like, I guess not just contouring, but kind of for like all over contouring, like the same way you'd sculpt out your socket using a neutral matte tone. So yeah, I really like the look of it, but I think that they can be like multi-use products. Yeah. And I just like that they've bought out the same sort of concept in a cream and a powder and they've brought them out in light and darker skin tones. like just. Oh, I totally missed that there was creams. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you can buy both, so you can layer them, or you can just buy one or the other. I think a lot of the time when contour kits launch, you either have light to really dark and you'd never use half of the shades, or Urban Decay did quite a good contour kit, but they had like creams and powders in the same palette, and that really grossed and freaked me out. This just seems like mm-hmm. a happy medium you'd use all of the shades that you have in that kit for sure really interesting as well how the deeper it's like the first time I've ever really seen a brand come out with really inclusive highlighting and sculpting creams that lend themselves to a highlight tone for a deep skin tone I've never seen this like this mustardy yellow tone that would be used as a highlighter on someone with very deep skin yeah. Because it's not in the mainstream world. How bizarre. Yeah. I just, yeah, I like the shades. I like the textures. I like the idea. Very kit friendly. They excite me very much. Super kit friendly. Yeah, I love that. Good job, Melt Cosmetics, for always bringing us products that we actually care about. Yeah, always. The next thing I want to talk about is Rena Beauty. Do you know Lisa Rena? I have no idea who this person is, but I the first thing that I saw when I saw the marketing for it was that it looks exactly like that Longcom ad with Penelope Cruz is it with the with the hat yes with the hat I also feel like she looks like Carmen Sandiego yes a little bit but I think that's kind of the vibe of what that Longcom ad was going for wasn't it I think so um for those who don't know like me I recognize her face Lisa Rinna think spiky brunette hair and gigantic lips I think she's a real housewife a real housewife Okay. She has launched her own brand called Rena Beauty by Lisa Rena, and it starts with three lip kits, which looking at her, her, her lips take up 
at least 60% of her face. So I feel like this is probably a good thing for her to launch because I bet you she's known for like a nude glossy lip and I think she's launched like three nude lip kits. So I don't care about celebrity brands launching, but it's a thing and it's happening and I don't even know who this bitch is, but it seems authentic (laughs) to her brand. (laughs) Her Instagram account says it's cruelty-free and vegan and she is the lip pioneer, apparently, which I would, you know, I would say maybe there are other lip pioneers out there. Maybe. Personally. I can't stop looking and zooming into them. Even me with an Instagram filter on could not get that much volume in my lips. You're right. She's from, she's a real housewife of Beverly Hills. Yeah. I think my mum would know who she is. Shall we move on to our product trial? Let's. Yes. I don't even need to ask if I'm orange. (laughs) Okay. This week, Lisa and I tried the Esme Skin Minerals Probiotic Skin Milk by Esme. (laughs) I keep wanting to say Esme and I'm like, no, that's the mum from Twilight. Is it? Wouldn't know. Esme's an Australian brand who, I have to be honest, I hadn't heard of. And they reached out to us and asked if they could send us this product to try. And we said, not a problem. We'll give it a go. And if we like it, we'll talk about it. And I mean, I'm not speaking on behalf of Lisa here, but we decided to try it as a product of the week. So I guess we'll let you know what we think now. <laughs> yeah. It's a new product for them. And I guess we should just talk about what it does as well as saying what we thought about it because that would be us doing our job. So yeah, like I said, probiotic skin milk. Uh, It's meant to help heal and strengthen sensitive skin. It's a lightweight moisturizing. They call it a lotion. It's it's a serum, I would say. 100%. And it's uh, Australian made, formulated with Australian probiotics as well. Apparently they're one of the first or the first brand in Australia to bring Australian probiotics into their skincare, which is interesting do we want to talk about what probiotics do for the skin we have touched on it in the past i mean yeah they do what they do for all of your other kinds of flora you know you want to balance out the good and the bad bacteria particularly if you've got an impaired acid mantle or skin barrier function you're going to want more probiotics yep so yeah in addition to what lisa said about your skin barrier also can help with replenishing your moisture to speed up skin recovery as well as helping to brighten the skin and it can be anti-inflammatory as well. Yeah, similar things that we have tried in the past. We tried the multibiotic from the Inky List. That's right. Goodness, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, and the Aurelia Probiotic Skin Serum as well that I've purchased recently. All right, let's get into discussing what we think. We haven't discussed at all. We've been good. Often we like text about it and then be like, oh, no, save it for the pod. We have not discussed. What do you think? First of all, I was surprised and delighted by the packaging. Oh I my didn't... god! Same, same. <laughs> um, I feel like the the images on their website they couldn't do a better job of, which is mean. And I know I'm not here to review the website, but it didn't make it look as beautiful as it looks in real life. I would have to say, and it came in this cute little milk carton style box. Yeah, I really, um, I was really pleased by the fake milk carton. I will say. <laughs> same 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 um and the packaging itself it's in a nice really solid glass bottle with this brushed gold lid and a squishy top like a squishy a serum pipette. topper a pipette thank you serum <laughs> topper a squishy serum topper good god <laughs> you'd think i don't know anything about skincare i have really loved this product i have to say 
Uh, I find it to be super hydrating. It's been very nourishing for my skin. I have slotted it into my daytime skin regime. It, I have used it at night as well, but I've, I, I feel it fits really nicely in my daytime skin setup. And I don't really know what else to say about it. It's milky and very lightweight, but hydrating. It is an absolute dream with the Laneige Cream Skin Toner. Oh my goodness, Mwah, a chef's kiss. Mm. Um, what did you think of it? The first thing I thought when using it was, oh, I think Alex is really going to like this. <laughs> you were right. I will say I was pleasantly surprised by it. Yeah. The thing with probiotic serums or like calming serums and all of those things is Alex loves them because she's sort of prone to redness and coloration mm. and rosacea-ish. Mm-hmm. I'm quite dry, but I'm not as prone to sort of irritation on my face. So it's not the product that I seek out. My routine really probably consists around hydration, hyaluronic Mm -hmm. acid and oils and ceramides really. So keeping that in mind, I was sort of having to slot this in like as an additional step. Like I didn't have a product to swap it out for. So I was Mm. using a hyaluronic acid serum, then putting this on, then putting an oil on, then putting a moisturizer on. In saying that, didn't have any beef with doing that and it didn't ball or anything like that. Then I started stopping my hyaluronic serum and using this when I was feeling lazy. And I will say it was hydrating enough for me to stop my hyaluronic serum. And Mm. I don't know if I would want to do that every day because I feel like my sort of dehydration line started to come through. Mm -hmm. But it is very hydrating considering that's not what its main purpose is for. Totally. If you had an oily, acneic skin type, I think that you'd really love this. Yeah, like, as like mm. hydration and probiotic kind of in one. Yes. I thought the same. I thought for a less dry skin type, this would be a great multitasker. I have been like picking at random bumps on my face. So I've had a couple of like little scabbies and mm. it felt quite nice on it, like relatively soothing. My skin tones felt quite even. Yeah. And although it's not a product that I would massively seek out because it's not an area of concern for me, very much enjoyed using it and was very pleasantly surprised by it and would recommend to combat oily skin wanting a good multitasker serum or someone that is, yeah, that typical kind of person like you that's prone to flushing, that's yep. prone to sort of reactions or gets a little bit of hormonal breakouts and just wants a serum like that. Also, it's only $65, which is very affordable. Yeah, that is. And I will say I've been putting it on my scabby hips and I feel like it was quite nice on my scabby hips. So uh. I like I wouldn't be scared of putting this on a bit of like rough, angry, psoriasis-y skin. I don't think it's going to upset it. Knowing that it's $65, this packaging is even more impressive because it feels really weighty. Knowing mm. that it's Australian, knowing that it's got decent ingredients, I really like this. I would recommend to others. You know what it reminds me of? The Josie Marin Argan Milk a little bit. Similar texture, yes. Mm. Yes. Uh, anyway, that's our two cents on that. Yeah, I, I too, pleasantly surprised, came in with many a trepidation and I do see that I will use all of this up. I don't think that I will cut it out of my skincare routine. Yeah. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. 
For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hairnet. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. What was your let's go non-beauty fave? Tell me about those. Okay, my non-beauty fave this week, I have two, both of the viewing pleasure kind. Shit's Creek. Oh, yes. I just have to mention it because I've been watching it for about two weeks now. The first time I watched Shit's Creek was with Brenton, and I think we watched about five or six episodes. And yeah. I didn't really get the hype. I don't remember audibly laughing, but I also think that I was – looking at my phone too much yeah no I've also watched the first probably that many episodes and I also did not audibly laugh too many times now I don't know why (laughs) what made me restart it happened to be the day before they won all of those awards so Mm. call me some sort of foreshadowing witch maybe I don't know (laughs) but I restarted watching it because oh my sister told me to watch it that's why and so she's the witch yeah, true. I audibly laugh now and the character development is strong. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I feel like it it could be on the same realm as like The Office-ish for me in that it's that show where semi-hard to get into but once you like it, it's really good and it gets funnier the more times you watch it. Mm. Okay. I've been telling myself for months that I'll push through because everyone says to. I don't think that I actually was distracted when I was watching it though because I I remember starting to watch it when I was in the bath because I was like, I need something to do. Oh, it would be great bath viewing. It's only 20-ish minute episodes too. I just love it. And then okay. my second recommendation for a non-beauty fave is Babish's Culinary Universe. Babish is some like cooking guy on the internet. His humor is really not my flavor, really. It's like a very American mm-hmm. humor and I'm like quite accidentally uh, racist against American humor. Is what do you mean? The Office is your favorite show. <laughs> I know, but it's not like traditional American humor. I feel like Brooklyn Nine-Nine is more like American humor. You know, like American humor. Yeah, like it's kind of a bit like slapstick and not slapstick. It's a bit yes. silly, like a bit yeah. overtly silly. Like I, I strongly identify with like British humor. Where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. this guy, he's got weird American humor. He's not my, he's not my favorite. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. he recently took on Solar L. Wiley, who is of ex Bon Appetit fame, and she's the one that actually caused the whole fucking demise of. Well, she doesn't cause it. Adam Rappaport caused it, but she was the one that wasn't getting paid appropriately and caused all of the Bon Appetit like videos and stuff to stop because she spoke out about it and like quit. She's ah. a I love her. Anyway, she's joined his show. Sometimes it's a little bit cringe, but she has a segment and it's kind of like Claire Saffitt's segment on Bon Appetit where it's like gourmet makes. Anyway, they have this big wheel and they spin it and they have like 
a topic and then they spin the wheel and they smush the two together. So one was like a seven course digger station, right? And then she spun the wheel and the wheel said convenience store. So then she had to make a seven course digger station <laughs> out of ingredients from the grocery store. Okay. Convenience store, sorry. And she's like ex Michelin star chef or whatever. Like she's a very clever sh- chef and she does things like drains the fat off the potato chips and turns them into like mashed potato. And What? Yeah, like she science gets, food stuff. Yes, and like she just has to do hard shit with food and it takes her days and then she pulls out this degustation meal and it's just it's like That's cool. You lost me talking about Bon Appetit. Yeah. And people who I didn't know up until where we got to the science food shit and I'm like, "Ah, yeah. oh, cool. We're back." Yeah, it's just like real skill mixed with mindless stupid like you're like why is this happening like this is so stupid (laughs) but then you can also really appreciate like the technique and the and the science behind it would recommend there you go my non-beauty fave is my new face masks that arrived from Everlane that I absolutely love I am mad at Everlane I even wrote them an angry email that they've never responded to due to the fact that these my products from Everlane not only arrived in two separate shipments but one of them took six weeks to come and the other one took at least seven or eight weeks to come I've really lost count at this point but my face masks arrived today and they're absolutely fabulous I'm talking about COVID face masks again I know it's confusing on a beauty podcast they have the most fabulous texture of fabric and they're very soft on my face and I don't feel like I'm inhaling the fabric at all and they're stretchy and extremely comfortable and they put all my other face masks that I've worn during lockdown to shame and I love them and I'm so excited to use them and wash them and keep using them because I'm sick of using disposables because it's such a waste. Mm. I've I've yet to this whole COVID, I've yet to use a single disposable mask. I've only used them because I bought the Gorman ones early on thinking that they would be my cloth masks and I friggin' hate the Gorman ones. They're just the most uncomfortable fit and you feel like you're inhaling fabric the whole time. Well, coming from a pea head, I ordered the Country Road ones today <laughs> and the fabric feels really nice, but what the fuck? It goes all the way down my gullet. I'm so sick of this shit. I have to keep buying kids' face masks. I mean, they're probably cheaper, but they probably have silly silly patterns on them too. Yeah, I don't want ducks on my face mask. I'm I'm having like real issues with the fact that I've got a very small bottom half of my head. You really do. I'd never noticed until you had to wear a face mask. And honestly, you get a face mask view literally covers half of your face. Literally, it butts into my bottom lashes. It goes all the way down to my Adam's apple and then the straps cover off the sides of my tiny temples. Yeah. <sighs> but anyway, it's ridiculous. For me, uh, the country road ones are actually really nice. Um, I'm just going to have to cut half of mine off. <laughs> Dang, these products are so good. What's your beauty fave? Well, I had to bring you two this week because one of them, it's complicated. It's fine. I bought you two very lengthy discussions on non-beauty faves, so you can have this. Great. My first one is very uncomplicated, and it's the Hourglass Radiant Bronze Light. Oh, God. Um, yeah, a new product. You've never heard of that. Yeah, I know. I've been so pale this week, and my other bronzers just didn't seem to quite give me the right tone, and it's reminded me how much I love this bronzer. It just is the best. And the reason that I had to bring that in as a backup beauty fave this week is because I wanted to talk to you about the Shiseido Synchro Skin Foundation. This is both a beauty fave and I want to throw it in the bin, which has me in like a really, I'm very torn about it. 
you hate and I know that no oh, well the shade's so pale I bought 250 shade 250 thinking that it would be a medium tone golden shade it's Deauville from NARS it's so fair okay that's I mean uh, I only asked that question in that you were craving that really orangey warmth from hourglass so I assumed it was because the foundation yeah. that's a really good point actually these two have been a perfect pair this week yeah. <laughs> but the reason that this is both a beauty fave and a yeah an anti-fave is because the claims about this being self-refreshing are true it doesn't settle into my fine lines and it doesn't look shit at the end of the day I will give it that however it's so dry on application. I really wanted a beautiful glowing glow foundation and it's so matte. Does <laughs> it get better throughout the day? Because that's what I've heard from it. It gets better after the first like 20 minutes where you don't look like a corpse. Like mm. honestly, I wouldn't want to be seen after I just put this on. And the first time I wore it, I was like, whoa, I've made a terrible mistake because this was quite expensive and it does get better and it really holds that like goodness that it gets but it's still not hydrating enough I've tried it with the Esme I've tried it with a Juno oil underneath it and it just sucks moisture it's so weird interesting I thought when I heard the descriptions and I heard the reviews that it was gonna be a bit like a Nars sheer glow in that it reflects your skin type so on combo skins it's relatively luminous on dry skins it's quite matte but like generally speaking, most skin types could wear it and get away with it, but it looks different on different people. And I imagine that if you were a little bit more combo oily, you could also get away with it. It would also be decent, but it would look quite different on your skin. Oh, a hundred percent. I agree with you. However, I do find that the NARS sheer glow is way more forgiving and complimentary, it, even though it does adjust based on the skin, t- skin type that you have a little bit, it looks better than this does. Okay, so I can't believe you're mentioning it in the favourite section because to me it sounds like you hate it except that it doesn't settle into your fine lines, which like how? If it looks dry, how does it not? Yeah, I know. I hate it, but it has good longevity and it doesn't settle. It's, I'm telling you it's bizarre. That's why I just think I'm probably too dry for it. I wonder if you, <sighs> have you tried mixing it like with an oil or with another dewy foundation? Not a bad idea to mix it in with an oil actually mix the foundation with an oil rather than applying it on top of an oil I might give that a go yeah try it with Juno and then I want you to try it with like a pump of it in with another foundation that you do like and see if that gives it better longevity not a problem I'll do that for you boss thank you next week report back my beauty fave is the transformazing mask by goto oh what a goodie such a such a good one I know I've never used it before which I feel is really weird what yeah, I'm like, yeah, cool. I know it's a sheet mask. It's really good, but have you tried the toucher one? It's really delightful, great price point, and it did leave me feeling really hydrated the next day. Very much enjoyed. I'm so shocked and offended that you didn't take my advice on it being great. It's Well, to be fair, I did take your advice because that's why I bought the six-pack, but then okay. I like, didn't try it for ages. I, I would still personally say that the toucher one, uh, I think, gives me like longer hydration. Yeah. But in saying that, it was close to the toucher one and like far cheaper. So I gave one to Brenton. He did it with me. I would never give a toucher one to Brenton. It's the kind of thing that I'd have in my makeup kit if someone had like goblin skin. I was like, whoa. (laughs) 
Um, yeah. Goblin skin. It's uh, the best thing about it for me is it's instantly refreshing. That's what I love about it so much. I absolutely agree. I will say that I once I took it off, I looked in the mirror. I do feel like my face looked it looked plumper and Brenton was mm. like, wow, you look like really, really shiny in a good way. And I was like, oh, that's nice that he like actually was like, yeah, I can see the difference in your skin. So mm. that, that it, it is pre-party mask, like down to a T, that's what it is and that's what I'll give it. A hundred percent. We haven't, I can't believe you didn't know that. I can't believe it. I have and I can't believe you didn't know that. And it is from Jackie Alexander. And she says, can you guys please discuss why you shouldn't wash your face in the shower because I've just heard about this and I've been doing it for years. Okay, I have a quick, concise-ish answer for you, Jackie, and I would say that there are two reasons why you shouldn't wash your face in the shower. Yep. Both reasons are the water is too hot. Yes. Unless you're one of those sick people that showers in a lukewarm shower. Firstly, you can burn your skin with that slightly hot water, relatively obvious. Second is that hot water sort of depletes the lipids in your skin and it can break down the lipid barrier. And we all know that the lipid barrier is the key to healthy skin. With a poor lipid barrier, you're going to get things like redness, itchiness, dryness, and none of those things are good. So that's why you shouldn't have a hot shower and wash your face in a hot shower. This being said, there are ways around it. Absolutely. Rather than rinsing your face directly under the shower water, you can use a washcloth in the shower and just not use it directly when it's hot. (laughs) Thank you. That's what I do. I once had beef with a customer who was like trying to pretend that she knew more about skincare than me, which like maybe she did, but also like, bitch, don't come for me. I was like, oh, you can leave this in the shower. Super easy. And she was like, don't you know, you should never wash your face in the shower. And I was like, oh, it's totally fine if you wash the face washer under the shower head, like mm. leave it for 30 seconds to a minute and then use that to wash your face rather than putting yes. your face into the scalding hot steaming water. She was mm. like, oh, oh, I was like, bitch, please don't come for me. Um, <laughs> you actually would have said that in that tone as well to her. <laughs> yeah, I totally, agree. I totally agree with you because if I was out of the shower, I'd still be washing my face with a face washer and I'd still be putting scalding hot water on it. So to me, there's not much difference except mm. that it does mean that I burn the shit out of my body skin because I have showers incredibly hot and that is the sole reason behind why I have my crusty hips that I mention every episode because it's exactly yeah. where the hot water hits. Definitely avoidable. I'm not going to lie. I wash my face directly under shower water every single day and am but- I going to change? No, because I'm a lazy bitch. But do you put your actual face in the water? Yes, she does. I've never done that. That, like, freaks me out. If I, if I would do anything, like, if I don't have a face washer, I cup it into my hands and hold it there for a little bit and then I splash it on. I would never put my face directly into the stream. That seems vigorous. Oh, no, I do it all the time and, like, multiple times because I wash my face. I double cleanse twice in the shower with my Dr. Dennis. <laughs> Multiple dippings. And this, my friends, is why she requires so much Esme probiotic serum. It's so true. A simple change could honestly change my life, but I just can't be bothered. Exactly. I would rather have a scalding hot shower than have Mm. skin that's not troubled. 
truthfully. So Jackie, don't stress. You haven't been doing that much damage, but also if you do find that you're dry and like nothing else is helping and you don't understand why, it could very well be that. Just hook it to my veins! What's your snack this week to finish us off? My snack of the week this week is similar to your fave of the week in that it is a snack fave and an anti-fave at the same time. Oh, why? What is it? It's an affogato. I have been requesting affogatos of night. I don't know why. This, I think, rolled on from my coke addiction of last week, which transitioned into a mild caffeine craving because for those who I don't drink coffee, I don't drink coke, I have no caffeine in my life at all. And now I think I'm having weird caffeine withdrawals. But anyway, um, also our mini ep this week. Do you remember me saying that I had the worst sleep of my life? Yeah. Interesting. Well, I also had a very bad sleep last night. And it turns out me drinking coffee at 7.30 at night when I don't consume any caffeine is causing mild sleep difficulties. Yeah, well, no shit. People who don't who do drink caffeine but drink it at 7:30 at night also experience sleep difficulties i know but my whole life like i would say every second sunday when i have a sunday roast at mum's house i have an affogato for dessert but oh my god you are so bougie i've decaf at her house brenton's been making me bomb ass and i've been scooping like half a tub of connoisseur ice cream in it and loving life tastes delicious what a delight. I love the hot cold. And then I also love how the texture changes. Like it starts with like liquid and ice cream and then the ice cream just like melts into it. What a delight. Bon appetit. But I'm going to have to buy like decaf like beans or something for the coffee machine because I don't have issues falling asleep, but I will wake up 40 minutes after I've been asleep and I think it's morning. Oh, that's infuriating. I know. Anyway. Decaf affogatos for me now. Hate to be that gal, but that's me. Yeah, I also hate that you're that gal, but that's all right. I'll allow it because it's it's a bedtime thing. You're right. Anyway, what is yours? My snack of the week this week is salt and vinegar chips. Sorry to be boring, but it is. Do you know what? Mine was almost salt and vinegar chips. What kind of salt and vinegar chips? Because I tried a new kind this week and I enjoyed. Oh, what did you try? Because mine were just the Lay's, the Thins, or whatever they're called. No, okay. Well, what do you mean, Lay's or Thins? They're different brands, aren't they? Uh, I don't know. What's the Australian brand? (laughs) I think Lay's isn't Lay's from the UK. I don't know. Oh, my God. (laughs) Who are you? I thought you were salt and vinegar chip connoisseur. Anyway, so this week I had the, I believe, the kettle, like balsamic vinegar Mm. and salt ones. I am a hard and fast crinkle cut salt and vinegar chip gal. And so when I saw that there was the thin cut in the in the um, pantry, I did resist them for a while. However, very good, very good crunch, delightful, mm. and the only thin salt and vinegar chips that I will ever be eating. Oh, you say that now, but you'll find another good one. I won't. I won't. I want crinkle cut. Mm. I'm just, I'm so not fussed by the cut of my salt and vinegar chip. I'll eat any. <laughs> that would be like eating a, a barbecue chip that was like thin. Yuck. Can you imagine? What's wrong with that? I love those thins, light and tangies. Yum. Oh, no. No, no. There you go. Thins. <laughs> they are thins. It just came to you in natural. No. I actually no. don't think they are thins. I'm taking you to the pantry because Adrian got home from the supermarket. He goes, you wrote salt and vinegar chips twice on the shopping list. And I was like, yes, I did that on purpose. He was like, oh, good, because I bought you two bags. And I was like, <laughs> yes. 
I'm imagining having to go back to the aisle twice. Like he picked up one. And- <laughs> yeah, one at the start of the shopping list and one at the end. No, I did one with a, a chip emoji and one without. They're thins. You're right. I'm right. They're thins. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll put those in the bin and get the kettle. Kettle, A kettle chip is superior. They have more crunch. I find that like the thins ones, they're a bit like they're not crunchy enough. Have you tried those thick kettle chips, the chunky boys? I reckon I have. I, oh, I have, maybe I haven't, but I imagine, I think I know what they'd be like. Definitely they're real crunch. Definitely cut your roof of your mouth open for sure. Oh, you could slice through the roof of your mouth to your nasal cavity with them. They're so yeah. sharp and crunchy. Legit cleft palate surgery there and there. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. Great note to end on. <laughs> thanks, everyone, for listening. Oh, P.S. No, wait, before we go, thanks, everyone, who chucked us a five-star review. Oh After our last episode, we um we didn't get any written reviews, so uh, I'll be asking for those this week, please. But we did get a couple of sneaky stars, which was lovely of you. So thank you who did that. Oh, did we? Oh. Yeah. It means someone actually listens all the way to the end. It's lovely. Thanks, guys. Anyways. Do that again. Bye. On a different device this Thanks, time. Thanks, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. I lied. We got two reviews. Ah, oh, my goodness. It. Let me read to you, but we'll say goodbye first. So bye, everybody. Bye. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.